Welcome, Abundant Babe. I have been waiting for you. And I get the feeling I know you pretty well already. Because like me, you are the visionary, the eternal optimist, the one who embraces all aspects of her divine feminine while being grounded with ambitious and driven energy. You've got big dreams and you're ready to make it all happen. Well, let me tell you, soul sister, you've come to the right place. The Abundant Babe podcast is designed for goddesses just like you. We will talk about purposeful business, personal growth, mindset, money, manifestation, success, goals, all with a splash of spirituality and a tad of silliness. I know you've got it in you and now is the time, beautiful. Trust in yourself and take action on what myself and other abundant babes share in the sacred space. And believe me, babe, your life will continue to change and expand. I'm your host, Viola Hug, multi-passionate entrepreneur, mentor, and coach. And my purpose is to help visionaries manifest everything they want through alignment, spirituality, and tangible strategy. It is so great to have you here. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back. It's Viola tuning in from Germany, and I am here solo today to talk to you about money, money, money. So this can be a really loaded topic for a lot of people just because everyone comes to the table with their own set of junk when it comes to this. But it is something that needs some ironing out and a conversation that we need to have more often because it should not be a taboo subject. Money is amazing. And if you want money, you're not a bad person. And if you want to have lots of amazing, beautiful things in your life, you're also not a bad person. And if you prefer living off something more modest, you're also not a bad person. But at the end of the day, it shouldn't have anything to do with its monetary value. It should be about your soul's happiness and the highest expression of your money. So um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Basically, <laughs> that's that, that's the full story. Uh, if you've been uh, listening to the podcast for a while, then thank you so much for being here. If you're brand new, welcome to the podcast. This is so cool. Uh, you're more than welcome to go back and listen to the first episode as well to get a little bit more of a feel of what it's all about. And you'll notice that things have definitely changed since the first uh, episode, but things are good. Things are really exciting. And I always get like, you have no idea. I get over the moon excited when I see some people posting on their Instagram story or wherever that they're listening to the podcast. So if you're listening to this right now and you're like in a safe space, i.e. not a car driving, screenshot this and post it on your Instagram story. Make sure you tag me at Viola Hug so I can get all excited and squeal and message you back and share it on my story. And yeah, and I'd love to know as well what value you take away from the shows and the podcast episodes. That would be awesome. So the reason I wanted to talk about this topic is because lately I've been seeing a lot of things coming up in my energy field about people complaining about money. And mainly like, oh, I wish I could do that, but I don't have the money. Or when I have the money, I'm going to do that. And I totally hear you. So for those of you that don't know a lot about my financial story, like I've I don't think I've ever really had the best relationship with money um, growing up. I, just like most people, grew up with family that had its own set of issues. I grew up hearing repetitively things like money doesn't grow on trees and kind of like when I requested something that costed a lot of money, it was kind of like, oh my God, are you crazy? Um, and then also witnessing a lot of conversation about money or lack of money. And I remember like, for example, my birthday 
time. For some reason, every year it was always around my birthday. We didn't have money. That was like the thing in my family. So I developed a lot of unique uh, beliefs around money. Well, I wouldn't even say they're unique. They're probably very, very common. Uh, and as I grew older, I don't know if it was like my rebellion towards this, um, this concept of lack of money, but I always desired being rich. And uh, I can't say that it ever came from a selfish place because as children were so innocent and as a child I wanted lots of money and I think for me the way that I perceived it at the time is that when you have a lot of money there's like so many amazing things you can do and I looked at people who had a lot of money and I was like so amazed at who they were and not necessarily just the fact that they had money but they were always people that impressed me like I was like oh that that person's really cool or whatever um and of course, I heard my parents talk about money equaling greed as well when you want those things. Uh, but I've really come to shift my mindset around money since then. So when I first started earning money, like I think it was like pocket money, I was always the person to spend all the money that I got. Like it was just like I'd be so excited about it and I'd be so excited about spending it that it was always gone. And when I started uh, working at my first job, this became really obvious to me, although it wasn't as obvious until I was looking back in hindsight because I all I needed to do was save like $2,000 for a trip that I wanted to make and I like couldn't do it. I couldn't save any money. Like every week I spent every dollar that came into my account and I started experiencing what living paycheck to paycheck was like, especially when I started living on my own. And so there was like a lot of um, grooming, I suppose you could say, to uh, financial habits that weren't necessarily the most empowering. And when I first got into business, this is kind of like, you know, as you know, anyone who started a business before, if you've um, thought of starting a business, or even if you're just on a personal growth journey, like when you start personal growth, you really start to notice where things aren't working in your life and where they need some shift. So in the first year of my business, I had awesome financial success and things were going like super, super well. And then things started to not go so super, super well anymore. And long story short, we basically got put into a situation where we were forced, my husband and I, by we, uh, to really get educated on money. So I think it was the first time ever that I would start picking up books on budgeting and understanding money and understanding how money is energy and understanding how to manifest money and understanding all this conversation on energy with money and I really needed to learn it I needed to unprogram everything that I believed about money and it's interesting because the, the more I go on the more I realize there's layers and layers and layers of this stuff to look at and to reprogram but um it was a massive shift for me. And one of the things that I've come to realize now is that money is actually something that we have a relationship with. So just like you have a relationship with your family, with your friends, you have a relationship with money and how you act in that relationship, how you treat money has a lot to say about your experience with money. So I guess one of the first places that I want to start off with this is talking about this concept of having a relationship with money. And um, the fun thing about this is you can get as playful as you want about this um, in your imagination. But firstly, like, where does money come from, right? So money, you've probably heard this before, but is a form of exchange. There was a time when money wasn't a thing and people like traded services or things um, to represent value. So it's money basically came in as an, the energetic form of value exchange. Back in the day, like you might have had a goat and you wanted a cow, so you traded your goat for a cow and that was all good. But what would happen back then, let's say, if you wanted a cow but the other person didn't want a goat? 
Like, how would you do the exchange? Because that person didn't want your goat, but they wanted that person's pumpkin. I don't know. These are weird examples. But anyway, let's just say, right? So you want a cow. They don't want your goat. They want a pumpkin from the next person across the lawn. And so how are they going to make that exchange without, um, you know, with everyone being happy and feeling they got a fair value exchange? And so that's where money came in. It was this thing. So, okay, you take the cow and I'll, I'll exchange you this value that you can go spend somewhere else. So now that person has value and they can go buy their pumpkin, <laughs> right? And give that other person the value. So it really became this form of exchange when just pure exchanges didn't work anymore. And that's all it is. It's an energetic form of exchange. Over time though, it got super, super complicated clearly. Um, so back to this idea about it, uh, us having a relationship with this energy, money actually does hold an energetic, uh, almost like soul type energy, I suppose. It does have almost like an entity in terms of its, its energy. And if you are constantly going around complaining that you don't have money, this is the start of your problems. And I don't even just mean someone who's like, you don't even need to be like super complaining and like one of those complaining people. Like you could be super optimistic and be saying that there's going to be more money coming in, but then you're uh, complaining about not being able to do things because you don't have the money or just stating the fact, oh, I don't have the money to do that. Oh, that's too expensive. Oh, no, I never have money. Oh, one day when I have the money, you know, like this kind of conversation around money. If any of that sounds familiar, listen up. (laughs) So. Here's the thing. If money was a person, let's just imagine that for a minute. If money was a person, how would your relationship be with that person? So firstly, look around your life. There is money in your life. Because if you are listening to this device, or to, this, to this device, to this podcast through a device, that device you're listening through cost money. Even if it was a gift or you bought it, or it's on lay-by, whatever, it costs money, right? And so this is, this, whatever you're listening to this podcast through is a physical manifestation of money. And so to firstly say that you don't have money would be like sitting in a room with a friend and saying you don't have friends. Like, how do you think that's going to make that person feel? (laughs) Probably not very good. They're going to be like, oh, you don't have friends. And you're going to be like, nope, no one. And they're going to be like, okay, bye then and never call you again. (laughs) And so if you're wanting to attract more money into your life and you're wanting to be someone that money flows to consistently, then you really have to be mindful of how you're treating money. So the first stage of this is really about creating gratitude for the money that you already have and being aware of the money that you already have. And now I realize as well that a lot of people say they don't have the money, not because they don't have the money to pay their rent or they don't have the money to pay their bills or um, clothes or food or coffee when they go out or, you know, the newest iPhone. It's not that they don't have the money to, to do that. It's just maybe they don't have money to have fun with. And that's what they mean. And then let's think about that again. If money was a person, like, how do you think that feels if you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've got money to pay my rent. But it's like, I don't, I don't mean that money. I mean, like, money to go have fun with. <laughs> Your friend's going to be like, screw you. Like, I am always here for you, making sure you have a roof over your head. 
And you're here saying that I'm not important. Oh yeah, yeah, you're there, but whatever. I'm not, I'm not grateful for you. I'm just grateful for the money that I'm allowed to have fun with. Like the money that will go out partying with me or the money that will take me on trips. <laughs> right? So this is such an important thing to get your head around is that money is consistently responding to the energy that you're putting out there. And, um, it's this interesting concept because a lot of people actually want more money, but they also feel guilty about wanting it. And that's also really weird because it's like, yeah, I want it. So money starts to show up. As soon as you start getting money, you feel guilty about it. And, um, and so it's like, you want me, but you feel guilty about having me. So what do you really want here? (sighs) So where else to go with this topic? Cultivating a positive relationship with money is actually um, a really fun process you can start off by journaling some some things that you would love to have a relationship with. So if, if money was a person, like how would you change the relationship? What kind of things would you start saying about money in order to build a better relationship? Because right now we've established that your relationship with money, if any, if you say any of these things, is pretty on the rocks, right? Because you're kind of like not being the best friend. You're not acknowledging money for everything that it's doing for you. And you're also... Um, always wanting more, but then not necessarily um, putting in the effort or not necessarily showing gratitude for when it does show up, which a huge part of this is as well being grateful for it wherever it shows up. Like, are you grateful when you manifest um, savings at the supermarket? Like you go to the supermarket and the item that you happen to be buying is on sale. Woohoo! <laughs> you just manifested yourself some money. <laughs> Or if, um, you know, you're walking along and you find 10 cents on the ground, that is worth celebrating because these are little signals that you're being given from money and from the universe that money is on its way to you at all times. So it's super powerful to actually start shifting your energy from consistently wanting and looking at what you don't have to starting to appreciate and really celebrate what you do have. This is already going to change the game for you. Okay. So, uh, some of the, some of the words that I want you to be mindful of and to remove as much as you can from your vocabulary is saying things like, I don't have money because that is firstly BS because you do have money. You have money to pay your bills. You have money to eat. You have, you know, whatever, or you're at least manifesting the energy of money to do those things. You have the money to listen to this podcast and whatever you're listening to it too. So you have money. That's the first step. If you don't have money to do the thing, still saying that you don't have money is a super disrespectful way to say that if you're thinking about the relationship and is also a repelling energy. And when we talk about um, how the universe works, you know, the, the universe is hearing don't have money. So it's going, okay. And it's manifesting more situations for you to feel like you don't have the money to do things. So that's definitely one of the, um, statements that I would, be mindful of. If you want to rephrase that though, like let's say something comes up and you really want to do it. Um, but you, at the moment you look at your account and you don't see the finances to be able to do it, then you can say something like two things. You can say either, I really want to do this. How can I afford it? Right? So you're asking yourself a question that's empowering. So how can I afford it? How can I create the money for this? which is a way more powerful energy because quick reminder, you're an unlimited being. Like you could literally manifest the money for whatever you wanted if you were truly in that energy of believing it could happen for you, which it can. 
So um, how can I afford it is a way more empowering way to say that. And alternatively, if you're really just saying that you can't afford it or you don't have the money as a cop out because it's not really that important to you, then it's way more empowering to be honest about it. Just say, I choose not to purchase this at this time. Right now, this isn't at the top of my value list for what I'm choosing to, like where I'm choosing to allocate my money. And sometimes that requires you being honest with yourself to a level that feels uncomfortable because sometimes our priorities are having, you know, chocolate bickies in the house rather than putting some money aside to invest in yourself. And sometimes that can be confronting, but it's the truth, right? Like you, you may have the money, you're just allocating it differently. And whatever you're allocating it to right now is apparently higher on your value or your list of importance than whatever this other thing is. And that can be a good thing or a bad thing. Just like for anyone who's ever been like on a health kick and you start buying all this healthy food or, you know, you start uh, spending money maybe on um, salads instead of um, chocolate or um, organic food, whatever it might be for you. And suddenly you just don't value spending money on food that you know is not nourishing you anymore you now value spending money on the food that really nourishes you and suddenly the money's there for that, right? You allocate, you reallocate that energy. And so the same thing happens when you start um, putting yourself more in an empowered position. And I think that's like one of the big things about it is realizing that you actually do have the power to manifest what you need. You do have the power to create. You do have the power to have more. And your current situation is not at all an example of your future situations, right? What you've been through in the past is also not an indicator. It's just what happens as well is that we get so focused on the fact that because it's happened before, it's likely to happen again, or because this is our situation now and it will be our situation forever, that we put more of our belief into believing that things will stay the same rather than putting more belief into the possibility of things working out better and way more amazing in the future. Right. So let's say if you're going to invest in something, I've talked a lot about this on um, podcasts recently, so you can catch up on my stories with that. But recently I've made a really big investment into a new coach. And if I would have made that decision based on my current financial situation, I wouldn't have made the investment because I would have been like, nope, that money needs to be used elsewhere. Like I, I don't have the money right now, blah, 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 blah right? Like I could have come up with a million and one excuses about it. But the fact is that I know that I can create whatever I want. And I need to be making decisions based on where I want to be financially, not where I currently am. So I was like, well, how can I make this work? I asked myself that how can I make it work? And I being in that open space was able to make it work. So Yeah, it's really, really powerful. It seems so simple, and it is. But it's like I had to put more belief in the fact that I was going to up-level. I was going to grow. This was an investment that was going to give me a return bigger than what I was putting into it. Um, I had to believe that more than looking at past circumstances. You know, like how I talked about at the start, when I first started my business, the first year was great, and then it totally crashed, and our income totally crashed. If I was like only focusing my energy on, will that happen in the past? It's likely to happen again in the future, which those thoughts crossed my mind. Like they were definitely still present. It's just in that moment, I had the courage to choose a new thought over it. And so now I'm focusing all of my energy into my new belief. And that's what's now resulting in the results that I get. So 
Another term as well that people use that is not <laughs> empowering around your finances is saying that things are expensive. Because firstly, expensive for who? I mean, definitely not expensive for Tony Robbins, <laughs> right? Like maybe expensive to someone who's not earning any money or maybe apparently in your situation, you might think that it's expensive, but saying that something is expensive is not the right thing either. It might hold a lot of value and you might not be able to afford it as you know we were talking about in the previous statement. You might not have the financial means for it right at this very second, but that does not mean that the item itself is expensive. It might mean that it holds a lot of value. So again, we go back to, wow, that item holds a lot of value. And either you can choose to align yourself with that value and say, how can I afford it? How can I make it work? You can say, I choose not to, you know, allocate my spending into that space right now. Maybe I'll relook at it again in the future when I'm in a different space, right? So definitely be mindful of those terms. So to recap, we've talked about um, gratitude. Like gratitude is definitely the first thing and actually realizing your situation for what it is. And this isn't like one of those things like, oh, like these things are so friggin' simple. Yeah, no shit. Like the, the funny thing is, is that the secrets to success are all simple. They're so freaking simple. If you only did them, you would realize how they would change your life. So gratitude, although it's so extremely simple, it is life altering because it puts you in a different energetic space. Like for example, if you're in a space and you're just like, wow, I'm so grateful, right? Let's say you've just started your business and um, you're looking to increase your income with your business and uh, things may be moving slow, let's say at the start and nothing really is happening. However, your energy is completely focused around the fact that you are completely sorted uh, supported by the universe, that you have clothes on your back, that you have food to eat, that you, um, you know, are breathing, and your energy is completely focused on all the areas in your life that you have abundance, which, you know, at the end of the day, if you have nothing, you still have your breath. And every moment you're still breathing is a moment to be grateful, right? Because we have this abundance of life that we're experiencing. So, if we're focusing our energy on that and we're thinking all these beautiful things, what do you think your energy is going to be like when you speak with people? It is going to be warm. It is going to be one of gratitude. It's going to be this positive flowing energy. How do you think you'll show up in your work? Like when you show up to do a live video, when you show up to do a post, when you show up to talk about your services, what energy do you think that comes from? Right? It's going to be this positive, amazing energy. And this is an energy that attracts like attracts like. It attracts more good things to it. Whereas if you imagine being in the same situation and all you're focused on is that you're not getting clients, what do you think that's going to do to your energy? It's just like, damn it, I'm not making any money. I'm not getting any clients. What can I do to make it clients? It's this like stressy energy. It's this energy that's kind of like a little bit repelling and seems very desperate. And it's gonna, you know, people are gonna feel that like when you show up to do a live, when you show up to talk about your services, when you show up to talk about, um, you know, what you're doing or anything like that, people will feel that stressed out energy It will be coming from a place of scarcity rather than a place of abundance. And that will repel people make it a lot harder to make money from that space. So even just looking at that really simple example, it's really obvious to see what the attitude of gratitude can really do in terms of shifting your energy for you to be able to manifest more. Um, and then secondly, it's watching our language around money. Um, it's watching, you know, terms like I can't afford it, or it's too expensive, or I don't have the money. All those things are things that um, 
that we can release and reframe and reword in our mind. Now, if you really, really deeply feel like there's things that you want to do and you don't have the money, this is where a sense of trust has to come in. Like you have to allow, you have to release the fears around that and uh, surrender into it. And I did a podcast on surrender, which you're more than welcome to go check out how to actually surrender. What is surrender, which might be really beneficial for you as well. If this is an area that you're struggling with, but also feel free to reach out to me and talk to me more about this as well, because I'm always happy to have more conversation around this. Uh, But yeah, it's like, I really was inspired to talk about this because I've seen too many people using the excuse that they don't have the money or they're not where they are because of the money or they can't do the program because of the money. It's like most times in my business and in my life, I've made the decision um, that I made a decision that is way out of my comfort zone, but from this space of where I want to be and cultivating the energy that I want to cultivate. And definitely this is not like uh, uh, suggesting that you make bad financial decisions, not necessarily that there are good or bad financial decisions, but not that you're doing something that's really going to put you out of your experience. Like if you, you know, spend all your money and risk your house and all these things, that might not be the best thing for your energy either. But it's also about understanding that if you're in this energy, this assurance that you can make it work and that, um, you know, money is not a limiting factor, but your situation is an opportunity for you to access a new level of potentiality for yourself. It's a level to meet yourself at a whole new level and to uh to you know see what you can create from this space of possibility because if you always had the money there like if everything that you ever wanted to do the money was there like where would the growth be like how would you access those parts of yourself that are probably going to be like your biggest assets as you develop and you grow and you build your business and you do all these amazing things with your life right like you can also look at your situation as a like training field for you to be able to access that level of yourself. So rather than looking at all the ways that you're limited, look at all the potential that you have to step into a new version of yourself in this space. And that will open doors for you, whether it is that you make the investment and things really work out for you, like you get your investment back in tenfold, or that a new opportunity comes up that makes the invest that makes the investment, um, you know, easier for you, or you manifest money to be able to do it, or that you manifest people that support you in that space, like, there's so many possibilities of how it can work out but the first step is being totally open to the fact that your current situation is not your destination right there's so much more waiting for you and all you have to do is shift your perspective a little bit lean into that faith lean into that trust and Start thinking more from that space of where you want to be versus where you are right now. So that's the main thing that I wanted to share with you today. I am so excited to be um, talking to you about this. I want to keep this conversation going. So please, please message me. And for those of you that are listening to this just as it's brand new out, the doors for Soulful Business Academy close um, November 1st at 9 a.m. CST, so Germany time. <laughs> whatever whatever time zone you're in, you're going to have to look at the conversion. But that's what time the uh, doors officially close for joining and the doors open for those who have joined and are joining me. And there's 15 spaces only for this program and there's still a few available. So if you want in and you're ready to like change your life, launch your soul business, set it up on an energy 
energetic and a tangible, like strategic level, then let's talk more about Soulful Business Academy. Just reach out to me at any of my platforms at Viola Hug and we can have some conversation around that. Woohoo! So I am super, super excited for you, for all the amazing things that are to come for you. I'm sending you so much love and I will talk to you again next week. Bye!